Hello friend, I'm Micah McCurry. You're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast, and I'm so very thankful that you are. You know, sometimes it almost seems like a little bit of a bummer. It seems like a letdown that we've gotten to the end of another week of broadcast. I greatly appreciate the fact that you're listening in today. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles. You're going to need them today. We're going to go to the book of Nehemiah, chapter number the book of Nehemiah. We spent some time, some months ago, all over the book of Nehemiah, and we're visiting it again for just a moment here. We've talked all this week about tradition or addiction. Are we addicted to the cause of Christ, or do we just go through the motions? Is it just a a rote memorization type thing that uh, we wake up on Sunday morning and we go to church because that's what we're supposed to do? Or are we really and truly addicted to the ministry, as Paul talked about in 1 Corinthians? Let me encourage you, we should all be addicted to the ministry. We'll review in just a moment here, but before we jump into the book of Nehemiah chapter 2, let me encourage you about two things. Number one, if you need gospel tracts, I haven't made mention of this much this week, but if you need gospel tracts, if you need tools such as what I'm holding in my hand right now, if you need gospel tracts to give out to your co-workers, to your friends, to your neighbors, to your family, to the cashier at Walmart, you name it, you know a gospel tract goes a long way when you leave a good tip inside at your favorite restaurant. Let me encourage you to use gospel tracts. You can get them for free at BibleTracksInc.org today. BibleTracksInc.org. We will supply you with as many as you can use. We'd love to hear from you. BibleTracksInc.org. If you need more information, you have questions, the announcer at the close of the program will tell you all about how you can order even our sample booklet. Let me encourage you to do that today. Lastly, before we jump into the Bible study today and close out our discussion on tradition versus addiction, let me encourage you once again to come to our grand opening Saturday, October 1st, 1 to 5 p.m. Central Time in Odell, O-D-E-L-L, Illinois. Odell, Illinois. Did I mention already that Pastor Mark Smith, I'm so looking forward to this. I have a call scheduled with him today, actually. I'm going to talk to him about our grand opening and share some more information. I'm so looking forward to this. Saturday, October 1st, Pastor Mark Smith, my predecessor as director here at Bible Tracks, Inc., and the previous radio host of this particular broadcast. Many of you would recall that Pastor Mark Smith, for, I don't know, a decade or more, was the host of this program. Phenomenal Bible teacher. I'll be honest with you. If I could be half the Bible teacher that he is, I would be very happy. So I'm working towards that, but I'm excited to spend some time with him. Saturday, October 1st, he'll be with us as our guest of honor. You can come howdy with him. We might be recording a few of these broadcasts with I don't know if you'd call it a live studio audience with some of you in the audience. And maybe if you have a good tract story, a good testimony, a good testimony of God's goodness that you'd like to share, you might be on the radio. Can't promise because we'll have so many people here. I don't know how many will have time to share, but I'd love for you to come because there's a chance you might hear yourself on this particular radio program in just a few short weeks. Join us. Saturday, October 1st, 1 to 5 p.m. Central Time. Pastor Mark Smith will be there. The question is, will you? 
If you need more information, contact us. You can shoot me a text right now. I'll give you the phone number one time, real slow. Are you ready? Text me today at 309-316-7240. Or send me an email, grandopening at BibleTracksInc.org. Grandopening at BibleTracksInc.org. Let's look at the book of Nehemiah, chapter 2, verse number 18. Are we there? Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's words that he had spoken unto me. And they said, Let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. Pause here for just a moment here. This is the story, of course, Nehemiah and his work and the people of God's work in rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. They were addicted to this thing. They were working hard. They were doing what they should have been doing. But there were some people that didn't want them to succeed. What happens when you're addicted to the cause of Christ? Well, we've talked about multiple things. We'll recap in just a moment. But when you're addicted to the cause of Christ, others will often intervene to get addicted Christians like you away from your habit. Continue on in the book of Nehemiah chapter 2. But when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant, the Ammonite, and Geshem the Arabian heard it, when they heard that we were going to be building these walls, they, they laughed us to scorn and despised us and said, What is this thing that ye do? Will ye rebel against the king? Then answered I them, verse number 20, and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. But ye have no portion, nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. They were asking him before this rebuttal by Nehemiah, Will ye rebel against the king of this world? I ask you today, will you rebel against the king of this world? If you're addicted to the ministry today, then you will get this question. Why do you have to make it so hard on yourself? Why do you have to fight? Why do you have to go against the flow? There are serpents and there are wolves everywhere. You ever notice that people, kind of, there are certain people that just take it as their personal duty to throw cold water on anyone that gets a little spiritually warm? If someone starts to, the kindling of someone's life and heart starts to catch flame and someone shows some interest in the things of God, there are some people, and sometimes they call themselves Christians, that take it as their personal duty to throw cold water all over that. You know, everybody would think I'd lost my mind if I walked into your church and just threw cold water over the first five rows. But if there was a fire in here, if one of the pews had caught fire... If there was an electrical fire in the, in, the, in the breaker box or something, if there was a problem, nobody thinks it's weird for me to grab a fire extinguisher. Nobody thinks it's weird to grab a bucket of water. But why is it when there's a spiritual fire burning, when something's started, why is it that so many of us want to throw cold water on it? You see, friend, when you get addicted, others may try and likely will try to intervene to get addicted Christians away from their habit. It seems like we love to wait until someone just starts to smolder. Someone starts to get a taste. Someone starts to get addicted to the things of God, and then we go grab our fire hoses. It ought not so to be. 
Maybe it's time we stop trying to put fires out with addicted Christians and grab the gasoline. If you want to be addicted, get ready for people to laugh at you. Get ready for snide comments. Get ready to, for maybe being even despised a little bit. That's just par for the course for anyone that's addicted. Friend, if you're here today and you have no desire to become addicted and you're not interested in anything I've said this week, this, that's your choice. That's completely up to you. I'm not going to denigrate you. I'm not going to put you down. But please, please don't be a hindrance or a stumbling block to those that do want what God has for their lives. Lastly, this. I told you I had six things. We talked on, uh, let's see here, on Wednesday, I think, the fact that addicted Christians, addicts in general, they start their addiction with a taste. People don't become addicted to drugs without trying it. Next, addicted Christians don't need others to keep them addicted. You shouldn't rely on someone else. You should rely on him, he, the Prince of Peace, the wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God. That's who you should be relying on. Next, addicted Christians show the signs of their addiction. What you put in comes out. Addicted Christians are always looking for another high. They're always looking to go higher. They're always looking to get closer to God. We talked just now. Others will try to intervene to keep addicted Christians away from the ministry, away from God. But lastly, this today, in the last few moments we have, addicted Christians will try to get others around them addicted. Addicts want people to get addicted with them. The same could be said true of Christians, and in Christians' cases, it's not a bad thing. We could tell the story, for time's sake we won't, but in the book of Acts chapter 16, what happened? At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed, and verse 25, they sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. What happened? The foundations of the prison were shaken, there was a great earthquake, all the doors were opened, everyone's chains fell off, the keeper of the prison woke up. He came trembling, called for a light, sprang in, called for a light, came trembling, and fell down before Paul and Silas, brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Just an amazing story. And towards the end, verse 33, 34, he took them the same hour of the night, washed their stripes, the keep of the prison, did this for Paul and Silas. He washed their stripes, cleaned them up. They'd been beaten. He was baptized after he got saved. He and all his house straightway. And when he had brought them into his house, he set me before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. Here's what happened. Paul and Silas prayed. They sang praises unto God. The prisoners heard them. They were addicted, and other people saw it and heard it. Then he, the keeper of the prison, he called for a light, sprang in and came trembling. He said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? When Christians demonstrated their addiction, other people around them wanted what they had. That's not normal behavior. He goes from about to kill himself. The keeper of the prison was going to kill himself. And he said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? This isn't normal behavior. But it is when you're around addicted Christians. These addicts became, please understand me, they became dealers. Friend, are you a dealer of the goodness of God? Do you tell others about, about him? Do you share with others how good God has been? Have you ever given anyone their first taste of how good God can be? This jailer, he got addicted. This was Paul we're talking about, Paul and Silas. Paul was the original addict. He was the one that was addicted to the pomp and circumstance, the rules of the Pharisees, the laws of the Jews, the one that God struck blind for a few days until he became addicted. We return to the first verse we read, I think, all this week. 1 Corinthians 16, 15. I beseech you, brethren, 
Ye know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Friend, addicted Christians, they start their addiction with a taste. They don't need others to keep them addicted. They show the signs of their addiction. They're always looking for another high. Though others will try to intervene and keep them from being addicted, they still might get others around them addicted. Friend, are you just kind of going through the motions of the traditions of men? We talked on Monday, I believe it was, about how the traditions of men, they'll fail you. The Pharisees, they had all kinds of traditions, but they were, the Bible says, as whited sepulchers, full of dead man's bones. That's not what we want. Tradition or addiction. If you have questions, the announcer will be on in just a moment to tell you how you can contact us. I'd love to hear from you. My prayer is that you have a great day for His glory. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.